Welcome to the first, last, and only episode 19 of We Podcast and We Know Things. My name is Greg Hall, and alongside of me, as always, the best damn voice in the business, Sam Matura. I have a pizza delivery for Icy Wiener. Oh, crud. How are you this week? I'm a little tired, but we're here back to do it again. Yeah, we're recording on Saturday, December 3rd. Lots of stuff has happened in the past week of Nerd since we had Damien on episode 18. Uh, we're legal to drink in Canada now. Oh, baby. On episode 19. Um, but a lot of stuff has happened, so we do have a jam-packed show for you. We're going to try and run through it quick, but we always say that, and it never happens. Sometimes it doesn't happen. So, right. so sometimes we just got to let the magic accumulate and materialize and turn into something beautiful, which is why I wanted to have our opening topic today be this. Okay. <laughs> so I was watching, I was on, I was online, and uh, you know how... The, the crazy popular thing now on Facebook is when you're scrolling through your feed, it's just video after video yeah. after video, but they autoplay. Okay, I got so it. When you yeah. go over it, they autoplay, but you have to tap on it for sound. So I'm scrolling through my feed, and I see a video of, remember these. And I'm like, I gotta, I gotta watch it for just a second. Starter jackets. Oh, for the, uh, the sports teams. Remember, yeah, starter jackets. Did you have one? And that's the jacket that had the front pocket, like uh-huh. the chest area or uh-huh. like the stomach. I had, I think my entire life, I had one. And hold on, hold on. Do you remember the team? I, if I'm not mistaken, I Chicago believe, Bulls. It was, I'm thinking it's either the Bulls or the 49ers. Okay. I, I, was, I was a big 49ers fan when I was a kid. I can, like, one million percent remember you at 10 years old in one of those jackets in red. So I'm, it could be. I'm glad it, that you said it was the 49ers, or, but I think I but thought it was the every Bulls. Kid, every kid begged their parents. Like the video said, every kid begged their parents to get you this jacket. It was this cool starter thing to do. You know. Yep, and it had the starter logo, so it didn't zip up all the way. It only went to like your chest for the zipper, yeah. and underneath the zipper was a flap, so it had no point. <laughs> but it was cool. It was awesome, though. But it had the starter logo on the flap, had a hood, very bulky jacket, very noisy. It's like a windbreaker jacket. Do they jacket. still make them? So they're coming back. Holy shit. They're not like an official line, but the, the, the old ones, like the nostalgia is kicking in. People are pulling them out of their closets because it's like the cool thing. And I'm seeing like starter jackets a lot of places. Might have to pick one up just out of respect. <laughs> I, have, I had one from when I was a kid. If you had to take one guess, this is not your trivia question for the week. Okay, good. Good. <laughs> I, I, was, no I was considering it, but it's not your <laughs> trivia question for the week. What team would you say I had? It is baseball. Baseball. Well... I don't want to say the Phillies. It's not a Philadelphia thing. I was going to say because no. that's too easy. No. I'm trying to think. They were my favorite team growing up that, until that. I realized that I was from Philadelphia and like that's the teams I was passionate about. I'm trying to. I'm trying to think who the heck you liked as a kid. I just know for a fact you always loved Brett Favre, but that's football. That was that was my football yeah. team. My hockey team was the Avalanche. The Avalanche. I know that. My basketball Patrick team. Wall. Basketball team was probably. No idea. The Utah Jazz. Oh, with John. Carl Malone and John Stockton, yeah. and then my baseball team was who. Probably someone terrible. They, they were they were they were good at this time, but they, and they won two championships. The Marlins, the Florida Marlins. Oh, no way. I, I thought of Griffey, Jay Buhner. I don't know why. Yeah. So Gary Sheffield, Kevin Brown. That was the reason I liked the Florida Marlins. Jesus Damn, Christ. you got it right though. First, but guess. you don't still have it though. Nah, I don't have I, it. Wait, can we count that as the trivia? <laughs> <laughs> I had uh, I wore that to Orlando Studios when we went to Florida when I was a kid, and uh, I got. There was a, remember that show Figure It Out with Summer oh, Nickel- Sanders? Nickelodeon? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We were in the audience for that, and I was wearing that jacket. And during – I wasn't one of the people that went up on stage to have a hidden talent. But at the end credits, they would go out into the stands and have people do hidden talents. And they picked me, 
and I got to do my impression of Chucky from the Rugrats on Nickelodeon. Oh really? I, yeah, it was season four. You still have? No, nah, they don't give you the they oh. don't give you the DVD. I tried to find it on YouTube, like the full episode, but I can't find it anywhere. I can't it's find gotta, it. Anywhere. It's got to be somewhere. But they send you a letter like afterwards, like, "Hey, you're in this episode or whatever." Be, and this is letters, guys. This was way before email. Yeah. And I was in season four. I couldn't tell you the episode. Number. So now we just have to wait for it to come out on DVD and find you, or like splat <laughs> or something like that on like the on the new channel or whatever. But that's. That's pretty cool, though. Yeah, that's just a little, just a little bit about me that I was on Nickelodeon doing an oh, so impression like, of Chucky in a Florida Marlins jacket. Like it was like being a kid when you watched the, the game um, Double Dare. Love like, Double Dare. You know, they like, just did a reboot. Yeah, a exactly. Reboot. Like Mark Summers and everything. But I just never, like, I always kind of wanted to know someone on it or actually be a part of it. But I never knew anybody. So. Well, now I'm a Nickelodeon you're, celebrity. You're kind of, you're kind of in there now. <laughs> that'll, uh, that'll move us into trivia for the week. So again, if this is your first time listening, welcome to the show. We are We Podcast, and we know things where we talk about everything in the nerd and pop culture world. World, movies, music, uh, TV, video games, really whatever floats our boat. Um, but every week we do trivia, which is where Sam and I ask each other a trivia question. We tally the point totals and the winner after a certain amount of time will, you know, we either have like a challenge for the loser to do or whatever. We'll figure something out in terms of prize or whatever. But uh, the current standings for the trivia are uh, I have two questions right. Sam has 0.5 if you're asking yourself how it's possible. Shout out to Damien. <laughs> Sam, if you're asking yourself how it's possible. Uh, if you don't know the answer straight away, you can go for multiple choice to cut you from one point to one half of a point. And the reason Sam got his half of a point is because of Damien last week getting his answer correct. Good stuff, brother. <laughs> do you want to start this week or do you want me to? Yeah, I'll start us off. Cool. And you know how I always try to keep it somewhat similarly themed. I know this wasn't your show per se, but oh, Jesus. but it's, 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 it's fairly easy, I think. I think you should get it. Okay. When did Dragon Ball Z debut in English? It's in the 80s. No, in English. It came, it came over here, it like Funimation type stuff. It's it's it's, it's uh, like it, I'm going to hit you with a little two parter, whatever your answer, just to you know, we'll see what happens. Do I get two points? No, but it's just a little. little <laughs> if I get either one of them right, do I get a point? How about? Probably not, but... All right, it's the early 90s. Give me your give me multiple choice. All right, multiple choice. I have A, 1989, uh-huh. B, 1993, uh-huh. C, 96, mm-hmm. or D, 99. And it's all close. Like, I, I think any one of these answers, you can literally kind of lean towards, especially okay. if you weren't a, a huge DBZ fan like myself. And I wasn't. I know. The reason I... So I think Yu Yu was 94. And then it came out in 99, and I know DBZ, 99 in America, and I know DBZ was before that. I'm going to go 96C. You are correct, my friend. Yeah! And then 89 was when it debuted in Japanese. Japanese, there you go. Good stuff, brother. All right, so we got one half of a point for me. Two and a half. Two and a half total. (sighs) Sammy, trivia question. Shoot. Saturday, December 3rd. Oh, Christ. Today is a... Is Rocky's birthday. If you don't know what Rocky is, Philadelphia film about a boxer, Sylvester Stallone. How old is Rocky? You know, it's funny, President Steve talked about this earlier in the week. I'm pretty sure I know the answer. I'm, 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 this isn't my answer, but I'm pretty sure it's 40. I'm pretty sure. But I want to hear the answers. Or the, you know, A, B, and C. Crap. 30. 35, 
40. <laughs> 45. How old is Rocky? It's in my head. It's either 40 or 45. So if it's 45, 55, 65. Let's go with 40. Are you positive? Yeah. Correct. Uh, that's what I thought. You could have gotten the full point. I could have, but I was like, you know what? Let me just hear it just to be safe. I'll, you know, so now I'm at a solid point, two and a half to one. I'll take it. <laughs> I, I'm at a solid point, he says. But yeah, you are correct, sir. Um, so, give me one. Thank second. you, Preston and Steve, for keeping me in the know. <clears throat> but what can we do? I don't know, man. But next, I guess we assume we're going to, I guess, shout out our fantastic sponsor. Which is Loot Crate. If you don't know what Loot Crate is, it is the geek and gamer box that's delivered every single month right to your door for a nominal fee of only $20. Usually, we tell you just go to the right their website or what have you, but what we want you to do, please, please, please go to wepodcastandweknowthings.com. It's a one-stop shop for everything we podcast and we know things. That would be our Loot Crate link, uh, which is this month. And again, it's a, it's a monthly subscription box, so it has a theme Every single month, the theme changes. Uh, two months ago was horror. The month before that was speed. Last month was magic, where we got Fantastic Beast shirts and Game of Thrones planners and uh, Elder Scrolls pins and other uh, some big China little thing that I'd use for toilet paper. It's really neat. But December's theme, which you would think is like Christmassy, is not. They go for the New Year theme. It's a revolution. Fight the power and get ready to ring in a bright new tomorrow with December's crate because we're starting a revolution. Revolution ends twelve nineteen at. 9 p.m. Pacific time. Some of the franchises you can look forward to getting this month are Assassin's Creed in theaters December 21st, Mr. Robot, and Firefly. If you go to We Podcast and We Know Things, when that interests you, you go there, right in the middle of the page, big old link. Go ahead and click that. Throws us a couple of dollars. What we use that money for is to get this show better, whether it be equipment. Now, what we recently did, which we can finally and happily announce, is beginning immediately... As you're listening to this, instead of just the three episodes at a time that it normally was, you now can listen to every episode of We Podcast and We Know Things for free. We finally put on our big boy pants. <laughs> every single, from the first time Sam and I chug our way through a show with my fiance coming down right in the middle and trying to leave to go somewhere, to the to the refrigerator run in the background, to the, the birds chirping in episode three, we've battled through all of that to make it to 19 mother effing episodes. And hopefully we got many more to go, brother. And now we can finally say our entire backlog is free. Here's the catch. If you have subscribed to us already, which plenty of you are and we appreciate, the old subscription that you have will no longer work. We have changed podcast services completely. We have re-uploaded from scratch all the episodes. So you have to resubscribe on either Stitcher or iTunes or Downcast. Wherever you're listening to the show, you have to resubscribe. So please unlike or unsubscribe the other one and just redo it real quick. If you go on our Facebook page or if you know us personally on our fa- personal Facebook pages or Instagrams, we have it on there. So just click the links that we've provided to resubscribe. That's all we're asking you to do. Take two seconds. And hey, if you haven't subscribed yet, now is the perfect time. To jump on the We Podcast and We Know Things train. It's nice and easy. It's free. Who's better than us? (laughs) (laughs) 
Well, apparently 3,121 <laughs> shows are better than us because that's where we rank overall on iTunes, brother. I'll take it. But not for, not for entertainment podcasts. For that, we are higher. But overall, we are in the 3,000s, which out of 50-something thousand-plus podcasts can't really complain. Right, we got to start somewhere. Yeah, we appreciate everybody that listens to the show. Believe me. But let's get into the good stuff, the thing that brought you here, the thing that's going to make you stay. And we're doing it at 12 minutes this week, which is solid. Yeah, not we bad. Usually, we're like 20 to 40 minutes for our opening. But we're getting right into it today because we have a lot of content. Start off in the land of television, where we go to Westeros. Oh, the little little teaser. Game of Thrones Season 7 teaser came out. Did it give us anything besides a little bit more hype? And to me, that's that's all it was there for. It was just basically you see people building these extravagant sets because obviously you know Game of Thrones sets are freaking awesome. And just million dollar budget per episode. And then you hear you know just kind of um like the actor from last season is like big words or like key scenes that they were saying just to get you hyped, get ready for it. I mean, it sucks that we still have like six seven months to go, but yeah, we'll wait summer. patiently. It, the winter is coming. In the summer. Yeah, but it's winter's already here, brother. Yeah. As, so, as I'm wrapped up in a blanket. <laughs> yeah, real-life winter will get us through to Westeros winter. Um, what? Uh, we This was unplanned and not a part of our notes, but I got to ask you. What is, like, your favorite season or or standout moment or kind of episode or whatever? Just what's, Like, what's the one thing that keeps you going back to Game of Thrones and something that you've always kind of loved? I mean, uh, dude, it, it would be impossible just to pick... He took that route. There's, but there's so many to pick. Like, You're right. Okay, You're right, but pick some. The one thing that kept me coming back was after the season one, they mm-hmm. killed Lord Eddard. Mm-hmm. There goes his head. I was mouth agape, couldn't believe he's dead. Mouth agape. Um, between that, you had the Red Wedding, which after that happened, the entire end credits, you know, was silence. My mouth was open, and I was stunned. You know, it, it just, it's the only type of show where characters are dying left and right. It don't matter if they're the favorite, they're the main, anyone can go. And then you you have the author poking fun like oh I see you like this character noted it's it's stuff like that you know it's like this freaking guy has me by the balls for this whole ride yeah George R R Martin the writer Dave and Dan the showrunners who really have the um, kind of the creative uh, the season six they're. They caught up to the books already so season six went past the books so they ran it by George R R but. Um, they, they got to kind of have creative liberty a little bit with this, and hopefully Winds of Winter comes out in time for Season 7. would really love that one, George. Uh, understand, though. Take your time. Make it great. Uh, but the, the, the couple that stands out to me, and it's funny, you said almost the same ones. When Ned, so well, before I even say it, did you read the books before the show? No. I, 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 so I, you I went want, into it completely blind. I, I want to read them. It just, you know... It's it's a big undertaking. They're, I have them all in the other room if you want them. You no, know, they are, and I still have my own personal books that I'm reading that I'm way backed up on. And just to see how thick these books are, it's 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 daunting. Chicken soup for the teenage soul can be tough to get through. Oh, you know what I mean? It's I'm on page five. <laughs> <laughs> the prologue of chicken soup. Um, so, yeah, but when when uh, they killed off Ned in episode nine, not even the finale, and, and, and it's that little bastard, like. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he's and Sansa's begging for mercy, and it's crazy, right? Because my Game of Thrones story goes: you let me borrow season one on on Blu-ray, and I'd never seen it at the time. Yeah. And it, I watched the first episode, but I was like, "Bleh." It was slow for you, very slow. So I kept it for six months, if and you never <laughs> and you never asked for it back. Oh. I kept it for six months, and I got sick. So when I got sick, I finished Breaking Bad, and I was like, "I'm just gonna just watch Game again." And I watched it, and I finished the whole season in a day. 
And I was like, damn. And I think at that time, season two had come out, so you let me borrow that. And then I was and, and either caught up, or I think I was caught up at that point, and I was able to watch the rest of the And I think when I started, because I was, I was a little late on Game of Thrones. I think I didn't jump in until season three or four. So to me, it was a perfect binge watch show, because you just... You start. You don't want to stop. Right. I banged through these. You know, it, I didn't care about life. I was right. like, I gotta get these shows done. Right. I would say, I, I there's too many moments for me to do no research off the top of my head to think of the topic and just bring it. Um, That's what I'm saying. There's so it's much. So that much. Happened. But you have Ned Ned's beheading. The red wedding is the thing that got me the most because it's like, oh my god. Plus, uh, Rob's wife was smoking hot, so I was pissed. And, and I like Rob. He was like one of my Rob favorites was my favorite character at the time. And then uh, hold the door. Oh my. I was literally Ash tears. And I, tears Ash and I came teared down. up on the couch. Tears came down. It's <laughs> crazy. But on, on a quick side note, I know um, George R. R. Martin tweeted basically. I think December it's his last time he's coming out for a signing this year, mm-hmm. and then he's going to dedicate the next few months to try to finish this book. Hopefully, it's so gets people done, were right? hoping that was going to be this year. Now we're hoping it's seventeen. But even that, it still looks bleak. It's it, to me the way he was talking. It, I don't think it's going to come out the early 2018. And I mean, it's got to go through tons of editing, which I'm. But that's what I'm saying. You know, revisions and he all. He still that stuff. has. He said months, not a month, a months. So it's, and knowing how he is and how he drags this book, and there's still another it, book. After I don't know this. if he's going to live there's to see the end of this. There's still another book. So what I'm hoping is that he's being sneaky. That this book's been done, and he just needed time for the other book. So maybe in 18, you get the yeah, boom, but, seventh, but, but, or but the, the sixth and the seventh. But yeah, but the longer he goes without releasing it, the older he gets, the money he's going to make, he's never going to be able to spend or see. Well, he's already, you know, he's, he's, let's he's, say he's not the healthiest guy in right, the world. Right, so his mind's got to be there to write this. I don't want this going off in the... No, but that's what I'm saying. If, if he already has this other book done, and he's working on this, the, the final seventh book, that he's just kind of letting people thinking that he's still working on this sixth, but he's going to surprise him, like, hey, sixth and seventh, boom, combo, done. They're going to be out a month or two months you know, yeah. after each other. That would, that's what I'm hoping, but yeah. that's stream, uh, extremely unlikely. You better believe when Game of Thrones comes back, we're going to be doing episode oh, at weekly recaps uh, and course. predictions and stuff like that every week. Leading up to it, we're going to have a bunch of Game of Thrones content as well. Do you have, uh, just as an overall, do you have a way, you don't have to describe it or go into detail, but do you have a way you want it to end? I mean, I mean, do you have somebody you want on the Iron Throne? or? Well, obviously, I'm sure, like me as millions of other people, I, I love Daenerys and I love Jon Snow. You know, I, I would, It's like his aunt. Yeah, well, supposedly they could. They possibly could be brother and sister. Possibly. What's well, his uh, aunt? Yeah. It's already... So they already said. So I just kind of... Like, I don't know if, if Jon Snow... I kind of want to see Jon Snow on a dragon. I think that would be pretty badass. I think Tyrion's the third dragon rider. He could be. I, I, I wouldn't so. be surprised. I mean, if he came into a damn dark cave and pitch black and took off their damn collars. I wouldn't be surprised if he's if he's a Targaryen, and that's, that's you know, well, out there in the well, world. Well, yeah, because after when he killed his father. And, guys, these are spoilers. I hope you guys caught up to While this. taking a shit. And basically saying, you're no son of mine. Like it, it, it's, it's, little little hint, it's hints like that that it makes you think, I mean— I want there to just be a huge – I want an all-out war, kind of like what last season mm-hmm. had when you had Jon Snow basically alone against all them people yep. charging up. I want something like that with White Walkers. I want Wildlings. I want everybody. And we're going to get it. We're going to oh, get I'm it. sure. But I, I just hope – you know, without giving away too, too much, I hope that this the show ends um, with neither T- Daenerys nor Jon Snow nor Tyrion. You don't want them to – Nor win. anyone living – and the Iron Throne. So, so you want the White Walkers just to annihilate everybody? Yeah. I mean, there's... I mean, the only thing that can stop them is the dragons. And I feel at that point, since they have flight, 
it's over. So, I mean, that, that obviously is a huge advantage. I, I can't see all three dragons surviving. No. I could see maybe the, the, the two kind of go down. Yeah, and, and then, then the main one. Drago, uh, Drago I, Dragoon or something. You're talking about one. scenes that were great. The one scene where the dragon comes and saves Daenerys and... You know, he's fire blasting everyone. He oh, gets, the, he's getting the, hit with arrows. In the uh, pit, and like the fighting pit or yeah. whatever. And, and they're throwing spears at him, and she pulls out the one, and then when he turn, he turns to her, like, Whoa! and the, the close-up you got, dude, that gave me such chills. That was such an awesome scene. Yeah. I'm excited as hell for it to come back, man. Oh, definitely. I can't wait. I'm going to turn this part over to Sam because we're going to get super nerdy, and I'm going to let Sam do the talking. Uh, this past week, they concluded, I believe, was it a conclusion to it? The, the crossover? The, the conclusion. Oh, yeah. So they concluded the CW Invasion crossover for all the DC shows, and Sam was pretty hype about it. Oh, and, and this is a little spoiler, so if you guys didn't watch all four episodes, I suggest pausing this and coming back. I'm going to play a little Pokemon Moon while you do this. You do that. So um, it was based off the comic Invasion. Um, you Basically, these alien dominators come to Earth, basically trying to take over the planet. Um, so it started Monday with Supergirl. Um, it really didn't start until the very end, but I think there had two scenes throughout where you see this portal open up. I mean, I always thought it was going to be Barry and Cisco, and it was at the end, basically saying, like, hey, Super, remember the time you said you'd help us? Of course she's down. Um, that was awesome. So then it leads you right into Flash, which basically kind of starts the crossover. Um, basically, an alien ship comes, crashes down. Barry's like, what? Aliens? And they run out the ship, and the special effects look freaking awesome on the Dominators. I'm... I'm CW is killing it on these shows. Um, I know every single show, Supergirl, Flash, Arrow, and Legends, everyone got a ratings boost. Everyone's numbers jumped, which is great. So hopefully every show here, I'm assuming it's going to be signed for another season, and then we'll get hopefully another big um, crossover You know, for next year. Um, <clears throat> basically, at the end of Flash, the aliens take like Diggle, Sarah, Ray, um, Oliver, and and Speedy basically to their ship. Uh, Flash can't get there in time. So then they're in like a dream state. Basically, all the people that kind of were not there in their lives anymore. You have Oliver's dad, his mom. It was awesome to see them. And this big scene I was super hyped for it was Deathstroke. No, it was not Manu Bennett, sadly. But it was, it was still cool just to see Deathstroke and kind of see everyone kind of battle through their demons and kind of realize that this isn't right. Um... It's cool to see Laurel again. Kind of, they gave her the her actual Dina Lance of you know Black Canary. That was it was good to see her back. You got Mal- Malcolm Merlin was in it and uh, Damian Dark. So they they had a nice little fight you know at the end of, of that to get back to to Earth and get ready because now there's basically in a, in a huge alien ship coming for Earth, um, and the Dominators basically feel threatened by Barry because basically he's only he's just like. He's like a, uh, a god with his powers. He could do anything. Go back in time, mess up the timeline. Is that like Earth 4? No, this is just, this is the regular Earth. But Barry basically, went when he did the Flashpoint, he effed up the timeline. And Diggle he had a daughter. Now he has a son. And Cisco's brother was alive. Now he's dead. Like, there's a lot of stuff that changed. And um, I think in, in Legends, you finally see basically Cisco kind of under, understands, like, the... Just, he has the thong song? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Like, he, he understands Barry's powers a little bit better, like, the weight of them, just how one little decision could change the timeline. So it looks like he came up to Barry and said, you ain't going to face this alone. You're my friend. I'm, I'm sorry. And basically, the invaders were basically going to blow up Earth and just get rid of, kill everybody. Um, so they dropped this, basically, bomb, and, and Firestorm has this power where he can basically turn, like, molecules into whatever he wants. And it was huge. He said he couldn't do it. And 
Um, you hear um, Stein basically saying, no, you could do it. You're, you know, my daughter, you have to protect everyone. And then he turns the, the bomb in the water, which was so, it was awesome. The special effects were all were awesome. The fight scenes, um, the, the crossovers have, I mean, it stinks that it, we only get it once a, once a year, but we get like the big crossover. I just, you know, you see all these superheroes in one screen. It's just like, this is stuff you, you waited for since you were a kid. And just to see it just puts a big stupid smile on my face like a the big ass nerd I am. And I, I literally just can't wait for next year or, or, or little kind of guest starring roles, whatever I can take. I'm in it to the long haul, brother. Was Arrow part of the crossover? Yeah, that was the third one. Okay. Um, there is also and and, Arrow, and Arrow's ratings have been they haven't been as strong as before, uh-huh. and it was like I said a big a big bump for every show. Which is why are, do you think that's part of the reason why they may be introducing Spectra to Arrow? There's a rumor it's, going around that that might happen. Well, because you have you brought uh, John Constantine. Obviously, his show was canceled. You brought back Matt Ryan for an episode on Arrow, and I know there was there's I think an episode. I think 13 Mark Guggenheim kind of basically tweeted Guggen. out Spectre of the Gun of a title for the episode. And it's kind of like, are they going to bring Spectre back? I mean, to me, it makes like Emma J. Scantlin is the actor that plays him. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that would be awesome because to me, Spectre is probably the most powerful um, hero in, in the DC universe. But like, he, he can't be like destroyed. He's just the spirit of vengeance. He's an absolute beast. If they bring Spectre to, to, to Arrow, I think that's absolute genius. As long as we get more John Constantine, too, I, you know. I, I can never get enough. You know that. That sounds great. Yeah, I, I can tell you. I know you're thrilled about it. <laughs> uh, Inhumans, September 26, 2017 is when it's going to be coming out to ABC. We said that last week. It's not any surprise or anything like that. But they did partner with IMAX, which is in the first time in the history IMAX is getting involved in a television show. They're going to do a run. So basically, they're going to release the first two episodes and then do a run of all the episodes in 1,000 theaters across the country. So every state's going to be obviously well represented. Um, It's going to hit almost every IMAX theater in the country because there's not that many more than 1,000. And then they're going to be going all eight episodes in a row, no breaks, no mid-seasons, no nothing, starting in that September run. And and, and it's... Like I know, I said I'm surprised that they're doing it between Shield's ratings, um, but I'm I'm happy to see it for two weeks straight. You get the first two episodes in IMAX, and then I th- I think you get six more. I think it's a total of eight episodes. It's eight episodes. Eight episode run. But they're going to do all eight on ABC. They're doing the two and then re-releasing the two, one week after another. They're doing the two in IMAX, then starting over at yeah, episode because one. yeah, because that's they're the, in theaters. It's going to debut September fourth. Yes, and then on the actual ABC, it's going to air September twenty sixth. Correct. But I know it's going to center around kind of the royal family, Black yes. Bolt, Medusa, which is which is awesome. It's just going to be kind of tough to see how they're going to do Black Bolt. Who I don't know is, who that is. Basically, he's a power. I don't, I don't want to know. Well, I'm just saying just he, he can't talk. Kidding. He can't if he talks. Oh, that's the opposite like, of me. Basically, if he like whispers, he can like blow up a mountain. Like his powers are oh, like, like insane. That's like neat. yeah, so I'm interested to see how they're going to do him. Well, I, I believe it. <laughs> I have the. I, I'm in South Park. That the the game that centers around you know. St- Channeling your farts. Uh, switching, I guess, genres, if you will. Um, moving on from superheroes to real-life superheroes, cops, True Detective Season 3. Um, not uh, not a surprise, right? It wasn't like it was just announced for the first time. We even knew that Robert Downey Jr. was going to be joining Matthew McConaughey. But now it looks like we almost have a release date, which is awesome. I mean, and you watched both seasons? I did, unfortunately. I mean... Obviously, the first season was friggin' awesome, amazing, I and it's the it. it's still the highest charting season of anything in the history of HBO. 
Oh, yeah? Yeah. I mean, that was awesome. I mean, season two. Suck I, balls. And it had promise out the wazoo. No, I, I, I wanted to like it just because they had, you know, the same writer. There. It, Rachel McAdams. I mean, you know, she, she was she was cool. Vince I, Vaughn. I mean, I like all the actors they had. Colin Farrell. Colin I like them all. Yeah. But I didn't like Vince Vaughn in that role. It, it was it was slow. I wasn't too. even a fan of, even, even in that one for Colin Farrell. I, I just feel like that was a miss for them. And I hope that they could pick it back up in season three. Because I know people, I know McConaughey's basically saying that like he's flattered that people are saying, bring him, bring me back or yeah. whatever. He said that he missed the role. And so we'll see. What Robert Downey Jr. is going to bring a whole new level to that casting. And, and I think both, both of them probably haven't seen each other maybe since Tropic Thunder. And, you know, I'm hoping that, you know, this, hopefully they, season three could kind of pick, pick up where season one left off. How hard is it, do you think it's going to be, to separate Downey Jr.'s role from Tony Stark? Because that's what he identifies as. Let's be real. I mean, it's... Is it going to be difficult? No, I mean, I don't know. I, I like Downey... I like a lot of movies that he's been in, and I, I've i been pretty good at separating him from, from Tony Stark. Like, I've ever seen The Judge. I was, that's the movie that was yeah, on my mind. I thought that, he, but he did play a very Tony Stark-esque role. Well, very snap-talky, well, but but sharp-witted but guy. That's like what he is. Like, that you do date. Like, it's right. kind of like his... Like, what he does. But I, I can separate him. Mm-hmm. And I, I like him, so I'm, I'm looking forward to it. Sons of Anarchy are getting a spinoff. That's new. And that's news. Mayans MC, so Mayans Motorcycle Club. They're taking it between like a pro. It's going to be centered around a prospect for the club, right around the Mexican border type deal. Um, but Mayans MC, a spinoff of Sons of Anarchy. How do you feel about that? Did you ever watch the Sons of Anarchy? I watched the first season and I didn't care for it. I didn't. The- and I'm aware of how popular it no. is. And I know it's popular. I know people love it. I've never seen it, but the very last episode, for some reason, I saw the last. I, like, I know how it ends. Like to me. I would hate to watch a show after I know how it ends. Well, yeah, and, and, and it's, I don't want to say how it ends. It's a pretty big, you know, what the, you know. <laughs> so, sure. so to have a spinoff, I mean, I guess it's cool. So the ratings are there. They start shooting the pilot in March. I know that. Mm. And then it's going to be directed by the Sons of Anarchy creator, Kurt Sutter, which right. is pretty cool. It's neat that he's coming back. But in reality, and I know that I'm going to get uh, crap for this, but, like, it does nothing for me. I'm actually, like, I could... It, there's very few things I care less about in this world than motorcycles. <laughs> it's just how I work. I'm not. I'm not into the the the. Not, I won't call it a fad. The genre, the the hobby, the lifestyle. I'm not into it. Right? Give me four wheels. Give me skateboard. You right? never seen the wild one with Marlon Brando? No, I've never seen the wild one. I didn't know it existed until you just told me. Oh, well, I mean, me personally, I probably won't see it. I mean, I probably will never watch Sons of Anarchy just never. because I know how it it ends. It's just right. like. I don't feel like wasting six or seven seasons of however many episodes it is. To I'd rather watch Finding Dory. Actually, you kind of made a good point. I didn't see that yet. Switching <laughs> from very adult theme shows back to children's themes. Um, we finally have confirmation of a rumor that we know that the English original voice cast for Dragon Ball Super will be returning in all of its glory. And thank the freaking Lord. Like I said, all I need Sean Schimmel, Chris Farr, Sabat, and, and they're all coming back. All the original voices of Krillin, ever, even your boy from Yu Hakusho, he's coming back to voice Dende, Justin Cook. So I love Justin me, Cook. He's my favorite voice actor for anime. So to me, that's that's awesome. He played Raditz, by the way, too. Uh-huh. Um, I, you're going to have Lord Barris. You're going to have Weiss. Everyone's going to be in it. I can't freaking wait. Um, and it looks like the English episode set to air January 21st, 2017. I don't care what day it is, what time. I don't care what I have to do. I will be watching. We're going to tape our podcast as soon as it's – you don't have DVR. 
That's the hard part. That, that's what sucks. You got to be there for it. But and I almost want to make sure something happens at that time where you can't be I by have, a television. I have, I have no problem snip, turning off my phone. Snip to the power. Yeah. <laughs> it's going to find your... I'd love to see that, Jack. Are we love to see that? We'd love to see that. Your three dogs will tear me limb from limb. <laughs> <What's>, <laughs> Kelly, go. And and I'm super excited. I know I'm like... I. I told. I know. I said this on here uh, before that I've been staying staying away, avoiding spoilers. I know Masi's basically telling me that it's awesome. Watch yeah, it. Yeah, no, I know. But Goku loses his arm. It's crazy. No, that's not it either. <laughs> but I can't wait, and I'm just you know I only got you know little little less than two months. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, Vegeta gets a haircut. Well, he, he I don't did, know if that's true either. He probably. I'm pretty sure he did the. In I G- think he gets like a GT, tattoo on his, his head. hair shorter. I think oh. he gets a tattoo on his head. I think that's true. I think an M. No, yeah, that's. That's I'm kidding when though. I say it's a tattoo. I, I know. I'm just like, right. <laughs> come, come on. He's like 15 years behind. Come guys. On, Give guys. him a break. Come on now. Uh, last thing for television. Uh, we do have um, a fun a fun show making a return to DVD for the first time. Uh, Beavis and Butthead, the complete series, is going to come to uh, DVD on Valentine's Day. 20- yes, I can hear every page turn. <laughs> That's fine. Uh, on Valentine's Day with all four volumes, including when it came back in 2011 for the limited run. And the movie, the movie Beavis and Butthead to America, which is, yeah. by the way, freaking See, hilarious. I never got into Beavis and Butthead. Oh my I mean, God, I know it's I Mike Judge. It. I know he, you know, Dad, the King of the Hill. I'm sure it's a great show. It just, I mean, I don't know. <laughs> Wait, do it again. Do it again. Bunghole or whatever the hell he says. Yeah, corn, I mean, Cornholio. <laughs> Cornholio. I need to be for my bunghole. Yeah, it's something like, I, I know, our, you know, our boy Quinn, he loves Beavis he and Butthead. Did, he, he would pull his shirt over his head I and mean, do the hands yeah, up. He, he would do, I mean, I. Yeah, I was, just think it that was just it might have been I don't know too dumb for me. I, I don't know. No, there's two things in that show that I will forever love and will continue to say forever. It is uh, and they're both butt headlines when he just goes, "Come to butt it." Yes. <laughs> when he sees a cute girl, just oh, come to butt it. And also uh, when he sees it like a hot girl or something that he likes, he goes, "I have been to the top of the mountain and it is good." <laughs> I, 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 I mean, so I'm, good. I'm glad that you're you enjoy the show. I will, love it. Will you be buying that? Oh, 100. Yeah. percent But what I'm disappointed in it's not Blu-ray. No Blu-ray. Oh, Apparently, allegedly. I, well, because I res- think rumored to be. Because I think obviously the, it was originally probably in the, the 90s. I assume. Oh, it came I'm sorry. Out. Do I have a Blu-ray of Yu Yu Hakusho from 1994 right next to me? Yeah, but they have to go back and kind of redo it. So I just thought maybe Beavis oh, and Butthead people were just didn't have the money or didn't feel like shelling out the money to the do DVDs it. DVDs are obsolete. I know. Well, well, the same way. That's kind of what, like Smallville. The first five seasons are DVD. There's no Blu-ray, but there, six through ten are Blu-ray. There's no move. There's no Blu-ray of the 1985 classic starring Michael Keaton, Gung Ho. Come on now. Well, th- I don't With know. the American Car Factory, where he goes to Japan to learn how to be a team player, and then J- the Japanese come over here and try to save the car factory. Fantastic. Oh wait, movie. I think, maybe I did see that. I okay. love that. It sounds movie. familiar. Okay, love that movie. We're gonna switch it from TV to gaming, and this is probably where the bulk of our news slash reactions and our top three is gonna come from this week. We're gonna lead it off with something that just happened on Thursday night. And also probably the most important thing that happened this week in video games, depending on who you are, if you're a hardcore casual, the Video Game Awards. The annual Video Game Awards on Spike TV, hosted by Jeff Keighley, uh, were this past week. And outside of a very, very touching tribute slash speech slash, uh, you know, award given to um, the creator of Metal Gear Solid, who was kicked out of Konami, basically, uh, Kojima. Hideo Kojima, if you if you need to know more, um, crazy long backstory. Don't need to get into that. If you just Google 
uh, Kojima Konami Saga, and you'll just learn everything it's, it's about it. It's spelled exactly how it sounds. It is. K-O-G-I-M-I. I'm a damn it. Anyway, uh, they they had a really good. Um, he was kind of like they give the award to you know the 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 lifetime. It's almost like the lifetime achievement award. Think of it like that, and okay. they give it to that person who kind of earned it. Well, last year after Metal Gear Solid Five, Kojima uh, separated from Konami. They told him he's not allowed back, and they're keeping his franchise, so he's not allowed to take Metal Gear with him. And Can they do that legally? They own yeah. the rights. Yeah, they own the IP. And so he went off and created his own studio, but when they went to award him the award for Metal Gear Solid Five, Konami wouldn't let him in the video game awards or on the stage to accept See, the award. That's bullshit. Uh, you, they, but that's the that's literally the smallest thing that happened. This saga really? is insane. Right. It's crazy if you read it. Konami just f themselves like crazy, man. Like, the way they treat their employees already. Apparently, it's like a sweatshop, and I, oh, I'm wow. using that for lack of a better phrase. I'm not actually yeah. accusing that, but. My God, that sucks. To have the the most influential creator outside of Shigeru Miyamoto to to treat him the way they did. It's just this crazy saga. I advise everybody. It's got its own Wikipedia page. I know Wikipedia is not the most reliable source, and I know the information can be changed, but it's usually really solid, and they do have links. Just go at least Google it. You owe it to yourself just to know more about the man. But they had a really good speech to him. But they also gave out. A bunch of awards, including Game of the Year. So we're going to go through the Game of the Year and all the other awards. But before we do that, we're going to do our top three Game of the Year. And that's the games we've played. We had to have played them. They had to have come out this year, and we had to have played them. Uh, give me one second here. Because this is these are all oh the my games. God. These are all the PlayStation games I got this year. Oh, well, this one's a remastered, right? And so we have so we have count? Count we that? have a couple rules, no remasters. Okay, so that's all. So it had to have come out this year originally. Don't ever touch my game, you piece of crap. And I didn't uh, even know you bought Overwatch. Where were you? I told you on last week's episode. Well, you know, I was probably in and out of the wrestling talk. It was thirty-five dollars <laughs> on Amazon for Black Friday. Oh, that's a good deal. Yeah. Shit. Uh, and there's all my Xbox games, none of which came out this year. So the top three on my list are all games that came out this year. There are no remakes or anything like that. And I, I know myself, I, I didn't play too many games this year. So I literally, on the first guest, guessed all three of yours and in order. Am I right? Correct. That's but, sad. No, it, it's it's not sad. It's just, hey, man, I, there's not enough time in the world to play all these games. Like, I want to. It's, you know, hey, work and everything else. It's, so you know, here's what gets in the way. We're going to change it up a little bit this week. We're each going to go through our entire top three. Because we each have our reasons for it. So just go three, two, one. Or do you want me to start? I'll, I'll go first. Because mine will be quicker than yours. You, you know, you always go more in depth. But number three. Fuck you. No, no, that's good. I'm you trying know. not to ever say curse words anymore. Like the F I word. I know. And I, it's funny. I always set him up for him to get him to say it. So no matter what he says. But I'm not, I know I talk a lot. I'm trying. This episode, I'm letting. Know, I'm trying to fine. let you talk more. And that's fine. You can you can pound sand there, pal. No. So n- number three, surprisingly, um, game came out of nowhere for me. App. Yeah, app came, app. but it's still a game. App. It was Pokemon Go. App. It, 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 I'm pretty sure it surprised millions of millions on people. I mean, there are people, you know, when we were walking through or Bristol, whatever, trying to catch these damn Dratinis and shit. There's people, they were all 20-something, 30-something. There weren't even kids. I and mean, this was people our, our age. And it kind of brought back, I guess, the interest in Pokemon to me because I swore off Pokemon. And a freaking goddamn app and a phone gets me back into it. Yeah, I had nothing to do with it. Yeah, so, I mean, it's, you know, 
I mean, I'm sure, I'm sure it, maybe the podcast helped, you know. I literally made you play X and Y, and this podcast no, that's allowed what, you to buy okay, some. Okay, so that's what I'm saying. But Pokemon Go kind of got me interested in that, you know, oh, okay, being gotcha. with the podcast, and the X and Y got me into it. So, and, you know, I can't say X and Y because obviously that's not a new game that came out this year. So my number two, we go Titanfall 2. It's Dude, it's the only PS4 game I bought this year. The only three games he's played this year he has on his list. Yeah, and it's, dude, it's the truth, and I'm enjoying it. The story mode's awesome. Nothing's How long have you got into it? Probably like an hour, hour and a half. I only played one more time since I've gotten it, but I've enjoyed it. Just no, That's definitely a game of the year contender. No, it, it is. It's just I don't have all this time to play these games, yo. You're I got right. three dogs working, whatever, you know. No, you're totally right. So it's single, yeah. you know, it's hey. perfect. Exactly. You know what I mean? <laughs> that's fine. But. <laughs> Sorry. But still, it's don't work I, on Fridays. But that's cool too. Actually, if I do, it's OT. <laughs> but to me, my my PS4 is almost turned into like a like a Blu-ray player, which is fine. It's yeah. I've, I've come to you know until like I said, a Devil May Cry, God of War games. They are the games that I'm going to sit there and frig everyone until it's beat. But Titanfall Two is pretty good, and obviously, you guessed my number one, which is a game I'm still playing, Pokemon Sun. Which you know, at 27 years old, you get to say that that's your yeah, game of the year, yeah. and I freaking love it and which is funny is because i beat it before you and damien when i know damien was like oh dude elite four is tough dude they were they were actually pretty easy i got them on one try it's just the professor after that tip for to me that was hard as shit i thought the hardest battle i had was actually the girl after you beat the game to before you were able to go with the ultra beasts no she she, nah see i had all 61s yeah but i think I, whoever I used was like super effective against their team, so that was pretty easy. But the, for me, the the professor, I had one guy. I'd ride Cooley or whatever. I'd ride you left. That's it. But yeah. to me, it still got me playing. And I'm still catching Ultra Beast. I think I caught three or four. I got two out of the four island guys, so I'm doing pretty good. You know, I'm trying to. So surprisingly, two Pokemon is on my top three. Yeah. Who would have freaking thunk it? I'm trying to see when you go to. Uh, I'm trying to find it. There it is. Hmm. Let's see here. I'm going through it. Because he talks about moves all the time. Here we go. The champion's chamber, his, the battle against him. He has... Who, the oak guy? Huh? You said champion's chamber? Well, the Professor Kukui battle. Okay. I'm trying to... It had it, and then it just took it away from me. I'm so pissed. Like you said, all his guys were strong as shit. Like, he was not easy at all. Yeah. I was just worried that if I, I don't think I saved after. There I, it is, champion battle. I didn't know if it was going to like take away my Elite Four victory, but thank God I beat him. Yeah, he has, Um, he actually has a different team than for some, if you pick somebody different. Oh, depending yeah. on this guy? Oh, yeah, cool. and we, but we both have Litten. So when it's Litten, he has a 57 Lycanroc Sunform. He has a 56 Nine Tails, who was the last one left when I got him. Um, I'm sorry, this is if you play as Rallet, my bad. Um, a 56 Bravery, a 56 Magna Zone, a 56 Snorlax, and a 58 Incineroar. Uh-huh. So where we had Sidui, okay. he has. I'm sorry, we had Primarina. Okay, he had Primarina. He had Incineroar. So he actually has. So Hal, the kid that. Goes along the journey with you. He has the Pokemon that you're that you're strong against. Yeah. Kakui has the one you're weak against to make that battle even harder. If you choose Litten like we did, same everything else, just with a level fifty eight um, 
Primarina. And then if you choose Rowlet, same thing as everything else except a 58 Decidueye. I'm sorry, if you choose Popula, uh, yeah. Pop Leo, you get the 58 Decidueye. So either way, definitely a tough battle. You actually go and uh, go against him again in the title defense battle, which we haven't gotten to yet. Yeah, not yet. So I mean, now I'm just I'm trying to do like the little Ultra Beast side battles. Then yeah. I'm gonna try to hunt down the you know red and blue. Yeah. And then kind of go. I want to battle them, but that's gonna be in title defense. It has to be probably up in the battle tree. That's what I would assume. Yeah, and then that, and you know, try to you know, <clears throat> I want to get the Elite Four again. Maybe. Well, I want to get the Tapus. I want to get all four Tapu beasts. Yeah, we're halfway there. Yep. I want to get the Ultra Beasts. I want to go through the Elite Four a few more times, level up some guys. I want to then go to the battle tree and go against Kukui and the other people that were in the other games and then red and blue. There's somebody from like every generation. Yeah, and that's why I know I'm definitely going to have to level up just if I can barely beat the professor. My guy's got to get stronger. Yeah. We actually were going to talk a little bit more about Sun and Moon, but we just did. So so I I figured we just kind of combine it, Mm -hmm. you know. Yep. So my top three games of the year, number three from Naughty Dog on PlayStation 4, Uncharted 4. Unbelievable game. Great story. Probably the best story I've played in a long time. A um, little predictable. That's Drake, Di- right? What? Drake? Yeah, Nathan Drake. A little predictable. Didn't have the payoff that I really wanted with... Um, so you meet his brother. Didn't have the payoff I wanted with the brother, uh, but still a very solid story. They changed the mechanics. They changed the... They actually changed the the buttons, too. They changed around the controls, which was a welcomed addition. It just took some getting used to because I played the original three... You're so used to it. ...right before. I just played all four in a row. Because I had the Uncharted uh, Collector. the Collector's Edition. So I played all three of them, the Nathan Drake Collection, and then jumped right into Uncharted 4. So I'm used to hitting all these buttons for this, that, and the third, and it didn't work out in the beginning. But you get used to it. I just love – the game gets panned a little bit for not having enough gunplay. It's a lot of climbing, a lot of exploration, a lot of kind of platforming. Not as much gunplay as the other ones. But I'm kind of cool with that. I don't want to go into Uncharted. If I wanted to shoot a million things, I'd play Call of Duty. I'd play Battlefield. I'd play Gears. I want to kind of explore the world a little bit. Yeah, definitely. So that's why I was into Plus it has a uh, an Easter egg in the game where you can play the original levels from Crash Bandicoot. Oh, that's pretty sweet. So I, I, I got to give it a little bit of yeah, so of, co- of course you got that. But good on Naughty Dog. They just released a survival mode DLC pack as well for Uncharted 4. But now this lets them just focus on The Last of Us 2, which is inevitable and coming soon has to be. Uh, my number two... From the Coalition, their debut game into the Gears franchise, Gears of War 4, an Xbox One exclusive. And you may ask, why do you have a PlayStation exclusive and an Xbox? It's because I have both, and I'm and, sad. And and I'm I, I think I know you're one now that you're, you tipped your hat there, but we'll see. Yeah, I'm, so Gears of War 4 completely re-kind of vitalizing the series, revamping the series, going through and getting rid of Marcus for the most part, and, and, and JD, and... Uh, Introducing JD, I'm sorry. So it didn't get rid of Marcus. He's in the game, but you're not playing as Baird. You're not playing as Cole. You're not playing as Marcus with Dom. You're not playing with those guys. So you can kind of reintroduce yourself with with the new characters. His son JD, Dell, Kate, the the new characters, the new cog, if you will. And yes, Marcus is definitely a part of the game. No spoilers here as to what happens. All the old characters do get reintroduced. The locusts are gone. The swarm is there. You have a new and DBs. You have a new type of enemy, a uh, new mission structure. It's really funny, actually. And the, the thing I love about it is it takes place over one night. You're not playing a game that takes months and months and months of story to play. It takes you through 12 to 18 hour session so it's like really solid how it's almost in real time 
I really enjoyed that about the game. I'm still playing the multiplayer. The multiplayer holds up just as well as it ever did. The map selection in matchmaking is pissing me off. It's giving me the same three maps over and over in deathmatch, and I just want a little bit more variety. I love playing arms race, which is like gun game where you have to get three kills with every weapon in the game. A lot of fun. But that game easily, I think, goes to my number two. And yes, the best, I stand by it, the best Gears of War I've ever played and the best Xbox One I've ever Xbox One game I've ever played, leading me to the most obvious number one in the history of number ones. My game of the year, without question, is Pokemon Moon, for all the same reasons Sam said, except mine are better. That, that's fine. <laughs> that's fine. You're 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 a guy who played every Pokemon. I'm just a guy that played very few of them, and still beat the game while, as you say, smelling the roses while I'm playing. Yeah, so did I. It took me 37 hours to beat the main story. It took you, what, like 30? Like 30, 31. Yeah. So, like, I definitely stopped and smelled the roses. Plus, you know, I have a life, a house, two, you know, two pets and a fiancé. So. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Sorry. My, my, my point. And, and, and a full-time job that includes Fridays. But that's fine. That's neither here nor there, Sam. Uh, I'm not saying. Let me you, just sip my latte. I'm not saying you don't have a life. I'm just saying. That it's funny though because that's the I was the the most hyped to get it. I'm the biggest Pokemon fan of the three of us, arguably, and yet I was the last one to the altar. Yeah, well, you know, some people just got it like that. What's well, funny because this I, I like you said I played every Pokemon game right every like, every single one red, blue, yellow, gold, silver, crystal, ruby, sapphire, emerald, diamond, pearl, platinum, black. White, black two, white two, X, Y, sun, and, moon. And you're only missing S- one. Yellow. You're missing one more. No, I'm not. Well, unless you count fire red, leaf green, heart gold, and soul silver, and, and omega no. ruby, and alpha sapphire. You got it. I would just wanted green. That's all. <laughs> so, got, that was off the top of my head, too. Uh, okay. Got all that. Played them all. Even played the Japanese green version at Pino's house that's, when we were kids. That's exactly what I was referring to, is I know you played it. Yeah, played all of them. And this was the best one. Yeah, it's... It's, it's not, better than red and blue. With shades of gray. <laughs> <laughs> no, it, it's, it's definitely the best one they ever made. Wow. I never thought Easy. I'd hear no, you no, say it that, it's, that something beats red and blue. No, because red and blue, it's... Um, just besides being just so old and graphics, it's... After the game is beat, you got Mewtwo, Leaf Ward. That was really it. You know, now they added, now there'd be more trainers to challenge you, and now you can wirelessly challenge, battle, trade. Like, it's it's a lot more stuff you can do. Let's just say this. Red and Blue has the nostalgia, right? Mm-hmm. But there is so much nostalgia and so many callbacks in Sun and Moon that it feels like you're almost playing Gen 1 again. Um, That's why I kind of can't wait to fight Red and Blue. Right. You know, I want to see that Charizard, whoever the hell I'm person, I'm going to whoop that ass. And that level 70 Pikachu. But Sucks for him. When you look back on it, red and blue were broken. Oh, easily. You know, ghost type and psychic type completely well, you, you still broken. Game, game Shark to get mm-hmm. Mew. Like, right. I still want to get Mew somehow. To me, broken. that is, you know. They just gave him out a couple months ago for free in X and Y. Really? Yeah, you, you missed it. I don't have X. Did you get it? Yeah, I got it. I got them all. There's one a month they give away for free. Good. Then just make this sure month you, is Maloetta for just, free. Just make sure you throw it in the old, and then you trade it so we uh, get the Mew. bank. Yeah, and then give it to Sun and Moon. Exactly. And then trade it to you. Yeah. Exactly. So you can get in your Pokedex. Exactly. Earn it. Earn. I earn it. Earn it. They'll I be just, given another one away. I beat X and Y. They'll I be given. It, they'll be given it away. You didn't I get do? Zygarde. You didn't get Zygarde in X and Y. You didn't beat it. You just got. You beat the Elite Four and I, got Mewtwo. I, I did what I needed to do to get ready for this. 
and I think I got the job done. I think that a lot of the reason we love Red and Blue so much is because it's what we grew up with. No, it, it's a truth, and it's it's like you said, it's nostalgia. Yeah, this, you know? the, the sprites are horrible. You know, Blastoise looks like he's a billion pounds, fat as hell. Coughing's poison symbol is on the wrong side of him. But that's it's that's the, the stuff we love, right? And know? that's the callback that we love. But it looks like garbage. Ghastly no, looks just truth. like a it's bunch a of dots. It's a truth. It's garbage. But we love it. And I have blue, and I'm currently playing through that too, kind of at the same time as Sun and Moon, just so I can get a comparison of of okay, does this hold up as well as I thought? And blue is probably the game I played the most in my entire life ever. So I, it's nothing new to me. But yeah. I just wanted to play them both at the same time, um, just to kind of get to it. And I mean, in red and blue, you can only walk. Or bicycle, yeah. you can't run, so it gets a little frustrating once you're used to running. Oh, of course, dude. This one, you know, I got to pay a million dollars for a bike voucher. Well, 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 even now, running's not fast enough. Like I got to get on the the yeah, sniffing dog thing, you know, oh, Statland. Yeah, so I usually the sniffing dog thing, just because baby. just because he's faster, and I can, you know, you can charge with with Taurus though. Well, of course, but I, you know, at the same time, I can, you know, try to get a pearl or something on the ground or something, mm-hmm. you know. So we, your number one was Sun. My game of the year was Moon. Let's no, see. It, was, it was a strong list. Let's for, for see. The but let's, games. Right, but let's see if, as Sam completely you know <laughs> ruins everything, let's see who took home some of the cake here for the Game Awards 2016 winners. Did they have anything? Now, the qualifiers for Game of the Year, I believe it had to come out before November 11th or something like yeah. that, and that's why Pokemon Sun and Moon actually don't qualify. And I was going to say, how about the total revenue? That's just on games. That's that's intense, man. Well, you're getting way ahead of yourself. I'm on the Game Awards winners. You're on MPD. But nice try. It isn't on the same. I thought that was the same. Nice try. I game thought it was the game same Awards thing. winners and NPD. NPD is just the monthly chart, sales charts. Uh, oh, that's what I that guess is. I just combined them. Yeah. Right. So game of the year. Uh, let's go through to the least important to the most important. I'm going to run through these. Sam, stop me if you want to talk about any of them. Okay. okay? It was top 10, right? Was it the top 10? Oh, my God. That's NPD, dude. Oh, okay. I'm sorry. The Game Awards show on Thursday. Okay, <laughs> You're buddy. twitching because you, you have no idea. What you got it. It's in you. <laughs> so just stop if you want to talk about any. Trending Gamer, Boogie2988. Best Esports Player, Marcelo, Coldzera, David. Best Esports Team, Cloud9. Best Esports Game, Overwatch from Blizzard. Most Anticipated Game of 2017, Legend of Zelda, Breath of the Wild. Yeah, I don't agree with that one, but... Well, who would you have for your most anticipated game next year? The Crash Reboot. Or the, or the Crash Remastered. Best multiplayer game, Overwatch. Best sports and racing game, Forza Horizon 3 from Playground Games and Microsoft Studios. Best family game, Pokemon Go, Niantic. That's probably right. Can't argue with that. Best strategy game, Civ 6. What? Never even heard of it. Civilization, Sid Meier's. Best fighting game, Street Fighter V, Capcom. Best RPG, this is where Pokemon should have won. Yeah. The Witcher 3, Wild Hunt, Blood and Wine, CD Projekt Red, which, by the way, is an expansion. It's DLC for a game, but it's the size of a normal game. It's crazy. For Witcher? Yeah. I heard good things about that game. Me too, and it was 10 bucks the other day for Black Friday, and I didn't, I didn't pick it up. Best action adventure game, Dishonored 2, a newer title from Arcane Studios and Bethesda Software, the, or sorry, Softworks, the uh, follow-up to the wildly successful Dishonored. Best action game, Doom, the reboot of Doom from id Software and Bethesda. It's amazing. 
As you say Doom, I think of the damn movie with The Rock. That's the problem. This had to, this had to uh, kind of squash that. Best VR game, Res Infinite from Enhanced Games. Best mobile and handheld game. I'm sure. Pokemon Go, yeah. Niantic. Can't, you can't argue. Best indie game, Inside from Play Dead. Also the creators of Limbo. Amazing game. Limbo was just free on Xbox One, too. It was really, really good. Games for Impact. That Dragon and Cancer from Numinous uh, Games or That Dragon Cancer. Best Performance, Nolan North as Nathan Drake, Uncharted 4, A Thief's End. Best Music and Sound Design, Doom, It's Software and Bethesda. Best Art Direction, Inside, the indie game from Play Dead. Best Narrative, which is a story, Uncharted 4, a Thief's End. Do you agree with that? From Naughty Dog. From story perspective, yeah. 100%. Okay. Overwatch doesn't really have a story, and Gears 4 gets no love. Best Game Direction, Blizzard for Overwatch. That's what I figured. Game of the Year, what would you say? Game of the Year, I'd probably say Overwatch. Overwatch yeah. from Blizzard. Game of the Year. According to the Game Awards, now we have everybody else's Game of the Year that's going to come out. Easy Allies and IGN and GameSpot and Giant Bomb and Game Informer. All the websites and all the YouTubers are going to come out with their Games of the Year. But the Game Awards nominated Overwatch as the Game of the Year. And for playing it as long as I did this morning before you got here, I've been up since 4. My eyes are dead. Just well playing Overwatch? It. Well worth it. I, There's I, 22 I, heroes, and I've played about 18 of them in four And I know you. Hours. I know Pino still plays. Jay Coogley. Machi every now and then. Mm-hmm. We have a lot of people that play Overwatch. I'm trying to talk Ryan into getting it, but he just bought a house. needs to buy a car. I don't see that happening anytime soon. I'm happy that at least he Christmas got Christmas is 4. only coming, but. I'm glad he got Gears 4. At least we have something to play online, so that's good. Uh, back to Sun and Moon real, real quick. The fastest-selling game in Nintendo history, 3.7 million copies combined in less than two weeks. That's insane. It is insane. That's crazy. I, I, it's a ca- 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 cap- Captain Nathaniel. <laughs> <laughs> and, it's, and thank God it's only 40 bucks too, mm-hmm. and it's still made. It's affordable. All that. You can get the 2DS and Moon slash Sun combo for $120, and you're set for 40 to 60 to 100 hours. Like, think about that. That's value. Now, that's probably why they don't maybe give a shit about, like, the, the classic, just to bring it up. Just They're still making money. It's not like, you know, they're not making money. They, yeah, but Nintendo hasn't made money in a long time. And this is not a Nintendo game. Remember that. But they still, don't they still get they a publish, piece? They, of course, they publish it. But this is a Game Freak game. And the Pokemon company, that's who develops it, is Game Freak, not Nintendo. A lot of people get that wrong. Huh? By the way... This isn't on my rundown because I don't believe it, but there's a rumor that you know how Pokemon Stars for Switch we kind of talked yeah, about? Yeah, yeah, They're saying it might be Pokemon Red and Blue 2. The sequel? How it's would they even? a direct sequel to Pokemon Red and Blue on Switch. I, mean, I don't I don't believe it, but I'd be in. I mean, who wouldn't be in? Christ. Yeah. I mean, well, I think whether it's that do, or... There's a rumor because that's the thing that would sell the most consoles. You'd get everybody. Well, I don't... See... But I think either either way, if it's red or red and blue two, or if it's the sun or another the third whatever, I still either way it's going to sell like hotcakes. It is because this is, I mean this shows it that it's the fastest selling game in the entire history. Was it their, their total sold over two hundred eighty million copies? Is that like total Pokemon? Total Pokemon games forever. That's, Not but that's, but that's still insane though. Just yeah, to think about that. It's it's a lot of copies. <sighs> Holy shit! I am eighteen of them. 
I got one. Nintendo, uh, this isn't news, but the placement of them is Nintendo's theme parks. Uh, we knew that that was going to be coming for a long time, but now they said that it's going to be one in Japan, one in Orlando Studios, Florida, and one in Hollywood, California, out there in Disneyland. There's going to be three around the world. That's pretty neat. Orlando, Florida is not that far away from us. And you know how like Universal Orlando is, Sam. You know it's like the interactive rides, the Jaws ride, the oh, King yeah. Kong ride, the Superman ride, and a lot of the 4D stuff. To add an entire section of just Nintendo interactive experiences, I, I, I'm scared of flying, and I would get on a plane. Well, I mean, I'm sure it's going to be awesome. Yeah, but then again, I'm sure it ain't going to be cheap, brother. No, but it's probably going to be included in your admission to... You think? 100%. It's going to be a part of Orlando Studios. They're making a section. Yeah, but I thought, don't you have to pay for each section that you get into? No? Not for Orlando Studios. You just go just and... Just go and you have the whole thing? Yeah. I mean, it's a great idea. Why wouldn't you do it? Oh, yeah. Especially if they have room in Orlando to do it. Mm-hmm. I mean, they got to be running out soon. Mm-hmm, 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 mm-hmm. Oh, I can't wait to ride the Super Mario World 4D pipe cleaning expedition. I, I probably won't ride the pipe expedition. <laughs> Captain Toad's Treasure Tracker 4D. Donkey Kong. Diddy okay, Kong yes, Racing. Okay. That, that Ooh, might be fun. A Mario Kart interactive like go-kart experience. That'd be sweet. Where if you're, like, you're driving, like maybe. No, have each person's car. Right. But actually make saying. them fast and not go a mile an hour. Well, you probably go like 50. Like a normal like horse from Speedway over here where you can do go-karting. You do normal go-karting, but you make the, the Mario characters yeah, go-karts. Car. But on the floor, you drive over them. There's those blocks that you get items from since you can't come up and touch right. them. Maybe if you drive over them on the floor, you get a random item. As long as I get and throw a banana at somebody, that's right, all exactly. I want to do. And if like I'm just driving, all of a sudden banana peel hits me right in the face. I go flying off to the side. I'm not wearing my helmet. I smash my head, crack it open. My parents sue them. I'm they get a million dollars. And then I get to put our entire backlog back on the internet <laughs> for free, brother. Great. <laughs> Whatever works. As we speak, Saturday, December 3rd, and Sunday, December 4th, PSX is happening. This is huge news. PlayStation Experience. If you don't know what PlayStation Experience is, think about it like E3, but for PlayStation fans only. There's a lot of Vita stuff. There's a lot of PS4 stuff, but now with VR, oh, man. And, and I saw there, there was a list over 100 games. That, that's mm-hmm. impressive. And, well, last year, they this is where they announced Street Fighter V last year. It was at PSX, and they announced that it was going to be the PlayStation exclusive that it is today. They also, every year, Jack Trenton comes out and he wears like a <sighs> trolling t-shirt, kind of like Phil Spencer does for Microsoft. But last year, PSX, he wore a Crash Bandicoot shirt. And look what happened to E3 this year. So so you, you think we're finally going to hear maybe a little more news on Crash? I think you are. Maybe some God of War? Oh, absolutely. I mean, that's going to be playable. Devil May Cry would be ideal. I don't think you're going to hear about it, but it's possible. Well, if that, it, if it, you twitch the game, that's how I know you get excited. Yeah, you're, dude, I, you're left... <laughs> Part of your face just kind of goes well, on its own. And when you only get like three, four hours of sleep, you Do know. Do you have blue eyes? No, I have One blue this way, one blue that way? No, but it's when I was born on my birth certificate, it says I have blue eyes. No, but you, I, so you but I have brown. No, I don't use. Can, I, don't, I barely let the eye doctor touch my eye. Mm, you change your iris color for your He's got to literally lenses. get a Q tip and hold my eye open because I'm like, nope. He's, hold he's shining a freaking bright ass like my eye. Like, keep it open. I'm like, I can't. There's a rumor going around PSX that another fighting game is going to be announced, and it's gaining traction. This game went from never happening to really, really possible, and this was going to be my top three ideas for characters in this game, but there's already been every character ever. Marvel vs. Capcom 4 is a very, very possible announcement. 
by the time you're hearing this, it might have been announced. Yeah, well, and but we're gonna wait until next week to kind of talk about everything. But I mean, who wouldn't be hyped about that game? Oh my God, Marvel vs. Capcom. As I long st- as I they still bring love the back arcade games, but as long as they bring back Mega Man, they took him out in Marvel vs. Capcom. 3. Why? They brought in Zero from Mega Man X, and they brought in some other dumb character. But they never brought in Mega Man. They took the original box art fat Mega Man and put him in. Street Fighter versus Tekken or Street Fighter cross Tekken. But if they put Mega Man, the original Blue Bomber, back in MC, uh, MVC4, I'm in. If it's a real thing. I'd I, mean, I just don't understand why they take out Mega, Mega Man's freaking like, original OG. Yeah. Yep, yep, yep. But they took him out for some reason. I don't know why. But I'll tell you now. <clears throat> anything that happens at PSX, don't expect us because it's happening right now. We can't cover it. Literally as we are speaking, it's just starting. Right. So please, for the love of God, we'll cover everything on next week's topic. I'm sure we're going to have a breath of the wild. A uh, number of topics to talk about for PSX. And yes, I know I made a Nintendo reference on a PlayStation thing. Let's get into NPD, what Sam thought was the Game Awards. NPD for the month. We talked about it a couple uh, weeks ago that Xbox for the fourth month in a row has outsold uh, PlayStation 4. And this is for October of 2016. Um, but overall, hardware for October 2016, which is consoles, $215.2 million made in 2016 for October, down 20% this time last year, where they made $270.3 million. So console sales are down numbers-wise. I would say numbers-wise, but that's still a high number. It's a, obviously, it's a high number. Right. But it does cost majority of that to make the consoles you're not sure. making much nintendo sony they don't make a lot off the initial off the actual box they don't make a lot off the hardware the software sales the digital sales the accessories that's where you make your the yearly cash. membership that's where you make your cash console software update from 2016 so software this is games 505.7 million dollars in the month of october up 31% from this time last year. That has to be Gears 4, new Call of Duty, Pokemon. new Battlefield. This is October. October, okay. So crazy. Titanfall would fall in there? Titanfall yeah. would fall in there too, even though Titanfall is not selling well. But yes, you're 100% correct. Uh, now we get into the games. Here we go. And I want you to tell me the, exclusive, the, the game that has been on this list forever that's no longer on it. Number one. Oh, I already know. Yep. Already let's, know. let's go from 10 to 1. And remember, this does not include not include digital sales and does not include EA Origin sales on PC. This is digital, I'm sorry, physical copies, copies sold. Gotcha. Okay? Number 10. All those sports games got out. Kidding. Uh, Madden, NFL Just 2017. Just squeaks in. 2017. Squeaks in at number 10. Number 9, Titanfall 2. It might be, sales might be low, but it's still on the list, it's baby. still on the list. Civ 6, number 8. Number seven, WWE 2K17. Still wrestling fans out there. A lot of them. I mean, they're the longest-running weekly show in the history of television. (coughs) The Elder Scrolls Skyrim Remastered comes in at number six. NBA 2K17 comes in at number five. FIFA 17 comes in at number four. No surprise there. Gears of War 4 for Microsoft's Xbox One exclusive at number three. I thought that would be... One or two, personally, but as an ex- but as an Xbox One exclusive that does yeah, not have that right. is half you're the right. amount of units right. as PlayStation you're Four. Right. I'm not surprised, but I'm happy that it's on there. And I'm top happy three, top three. Still not, you know. The biggest surprise on the list, number two, Mafia Three. So so reviews, but a lot of hype from the YouTube world is getting this game up there in sales. Number two overall sales. That's the best selling game 
for 2K I've, in its history. I've never played a Mafia game. Me neither. Yeah, so I don't I, have I an urge to. Yeah, either why. It's, uh, I don't have an urge to. And number one, well, Battlefield 1. Yeah. So that's kind of up there. Expected next month that Call of Duty is going to be on there. Was, but what game was on this list seminally for the last few years that is not on it? it? I would assume it's like the Mafia game of... Um, Grand Theft Auto. Grand Theft Auto yeah, Five. Yeah, I, mean, that, this, I, I thought that was kind of like a game. similar mafia. Don't you steal cars and try to rob no, no, people? No, but the, missions. But that game has been on this list. Oh no, I know for forever. three years. And this is why I said as soon as you started, I was like, I don't see Grand Theft Auto. I know that was on the list. That's crazy that GTA Five <laughs> finally gets bumped from the list, and Madden holds on to its top spot. But we'll check in again in November when we have the next uh, the next NPD listing for games that come out. I expect Pokemon to be up there. Uh, Right around the number one spot, I expect Call of Duty to probably take the number one spot, and Gears and whatever to be on there. I expect Titanfall to fall off. I just do. Uh, you never know, but yeah. then again, Christmas is coming. It could be a big gift it's item. You never know. Also, right. You never know. It's also in November, so hopefully people don't buy their stuff too far in advance. True. Too far in advance. As we sit here on December 3rd with Christmas three weeks away. Oh, Jesus. Last thing we have for the week is the upcoming releases for gaming, and then we'll move into movies and get on out of here. Upcoming releases for gaming. This is a huge week. We saw Final Fantasy. Oh, I'm sorry. Actually, no. There's a few more things yes, in gaming. I was gonna say they're definitely my bad. My bad. My bad. My bad. This is one of my. This is what happens when I take shitty notes, um, and don't update my phone. All right. So, anyways, back to uh, back to gaming. Bulletstorm Remastered Edition revealed at the Game Awards. If you don't know what Bulletstorm is, people that can uh, people can fly made this. Um, some of the Gears of War creators made this. It's like a crazy action-packed shooter where you can like do an electric whip and pull people in and do all these creative types of kills. So basically, you can shoot somebody into a Venus flytrap and kill them. It's a lot of fun. I had it on Xbox 360. I beat it, but now they're coming out with it on PS4 and Xbox One. Dude, and the trailer looked friggin' awesome, by the way. I think I might have to go. Dude, it's called Bulletstorm Full Clip Edition. Dude, I'm honestly, this could be, you know, a game that I'm interested in. It just looked fun. It is it, it is a lot fun. of fun. It is a really honestly. And I expect a lot of people to actually get it. April seventh, two thousand seventeen, Xbox One, PS4 and PC. Um, if you pre order it, however, you get a little uh, little treat. It's just an FYI, it's four days before my birthday. It comes out by the way, Greg. And three days <coughs> and three days before Sorry. my dad's, who is more important than you. Uh, and yeah, if you, and you still get it. And if you pre-order the game, <laughs> shout out. If you, if you pre-order the game, you will receive Duke Nukem's Bulletstorm Tour, which makes the character available as a playable in-game character for free. As long as you pre-order the game, pre-order the game, and Duke Nukem will be voiced by original actor John St. John. Which is all, it, it was all just to hear him the, the few lines he had at the end of the trial. I was like, oh, oh that's yeah, awesome. baby. Duke's back. And it was, was horrible. Like, it, was, it was like bleep, bleep, bleep. And he's cursing up a storm. It was, yeah. it was awesome. Uh, a DLC for Rocket League is going to hit really soon. It's called Starbase Arc. Basically, it just brings Rocket League to space, which is pretty cool if they do anti-gravity effects. Yeah, and it's what, December 7th, I think that comes out? Mm-hmm. I mean, I haven't played um, Rocket League in a while, but, dude, it, it's really fun. Especially it's a great when, game. When you're talking to people, your boys on Skype or whatever, it's, it's fun. Yeah. Well, assuming you're playing for the computer rather than yeah, I, play, I have it. I have it for PS4 and Xbox One. So I had it, I bought it for PS4 when I got the PS4, and I'm playing around with it. I love it. I'm having a great oh, time was, with it. It was free at one time for, for it, when it when it first came out. It was free. The oh, month it came out, too late. you got it I too got, late. Yeah, I got it way too late. Yeah, I got it. Free. I, I got it over a year later. So when that by the time I got my PS4, I bought Rocket League. It was like 16 bucks, whatever, easy purchase. I'm playing totally it for like a it. month. All right, I'm playing it for a month. Ryan comes over a bunch of times in that time. He gets obsessed with it. So they release it for Xbox One. It's he so goes addicting. and he goes and buys it first day one. And he's like, dude, we can't play. You're on PlayStation, I'm on Xbox. 
we thought that there was cross play for some reason. So I went and bought it on Xbox for 18 bucks. Played it one time. Played it one time. Maybe I'll go back to play it a little I was bit more. Say, but I, I'm sure you'll go back as long as Chubbs is playing. Well, we we haven't played it in months. We're playing Gears, so. Well, I'm sure you'll get bored of that game eventually and try it. No, never, no, never. Because then I got Overwatch that Ryan won't get. Uh-huh. Ah, there's a little shout out to our buddy Ryan. <laughs> Zelda: Breath of the Wild gets a new teaser trailer, about a minute and a half long, during the Game Awards. Some gameplay in it, mostly gameplay. Looked a lot of fun. Didn't do anything to dissuade me. Still going to be something hey, I pick graphics up. Graphics look good. Everything looks good. I know. It was like color popping, no? Like I thought like it colors really, Yeah, it looked really nice. Yeah, it looks beautiful. Uh, a new announcement was made. Marvel's Guardians of the Galaxy Telltale Game Series has been announced. So just like Batman and The Walking Dead and Jurassic Park and Back to the Future and Wolf Among Us, all the games, Game of Thrones, getting all these Telltale games. Now the next one coming up will be Guardians of the Galaxy. If done right... This is going to be hilarious. No, it, it definitely could be fun. And it, I'm sure it's going to be like a $5 thing, just like the other ones, I assume. Probably $5 per, per episode, $25 for the season pass, where you get all five episodes. I'm sure that's what it's going to be. Uh, Gears of War 4 December updates brings new maps and features. And also this weekend, so as you're hearing it, they're going to test PC, Windows 10, and Xbox One cross-play this weekend, which we just did about an hour before Sam got here. We played that, and we got demolished by people using a mouse and keyboard. Well, and they'll always have that like split second advantage, you know. Mm-hmm. And that's that's available till Monday, December fifth, which is pretty sweet. Yep. Hopefully gonna... that they can kind of figure out a way to keep this permanent. Yeah. Well, we're getting our ass handed to us by the by the PC players. They just got a little bit easier. Oh well, well that and you, you figure they probably play way more than you do. Yeah. You know, it could be kids who don't have jobs. Why? Well, like you? <laughs> I don't I have play. a job. I'm just, I'm, just <laughs> I'm just kidding. I I don't. I mean, I play once for three hours on a weekend. That's all I get <laughs> I gotcha. to play. So it is what it is. Uh, Nintendo Switch private hands-on event is going to take place the day after their their new announcement of it. So we we talked like a month ago about how they're holding the Switch event on January twelfth, two thousand seventeen. Um, and how far away it is and how stupid that is to do it. But now they've just announced that a press-only event is going to be held on January 13th, 2017 in New York following the, uh, I'm sorry, following the January 12th showcase. Uh, a bunch of people have been invited to it, and basically it's going to further emphasize some of the details that Nintendo plans to announce the, pr- uh, the prior evening during its Switch presentation in Tokyo, Japan. So it looks like it's just going to be Almost like that presentation, but behind closed doors for us Americans, and maybe some gameplay, but that'd be pretty sick. I just still have an issue that this is still a month and a half away when we heard about the Switch on October 20th. I mean, yeah, I mean, it stinks that it is still a little far away, but it's cool that's in New York. I assume it's going to be live streamed or... Or is that? Is I don't it know. It's a, it's okay. a private event, so I don't know if it's gonna be live streamed. I hope so. IGN's got, gotten invited. They'll be there. They usually stream the yeah, events. Exactly, that's so I'm hoping. I'm hoping that it's streamed. And even if it if it's not, it's only a matter of time. You know, we're gonna find out the information a day after. Yeah. So, Final Fantasy 15 came out last week. Five million copies shipped on day one, and it's the fastest selling Final Fantasy game in the history of Final Fantasy. That's intense. It is. Who would have thought the fans are still there? Uh, this game has been in development for 10 years, just like Duke Nukem Forever, like The Last Guardian. But while those two games will or have disappointed, apparently Final Fantasy is very good. I mean, I I probably won't get it. Not even close. But I mean, good to hear that. It's freaking the 15th game is the fastest selling game. That's just, it's just awesome to hear. Yeah, it's nice to see when a franchise is actually gaining popularity yeah, as opposed to losing it. Yeah. Um, they tried some new things with this, with this iteration, so I'm happy that they've done that. Uh, so yeah, while I'm totally on board with, you know, I want I always want to see games succeed no matter what. Eh, whatever it is, it is what it is to me. 
Um, one, we're going to go into upcoming releases and then kind of transition from games to movies with a with an announcement that is both movie and game related. Uh, but with things coming out this week, you got it's a pretty big weekend, a huge week, I should say, for two titles in particular. Dead Rising 4 on multi-platform. It's the first time it's not going to be an Xbox exclusive. So you're finally going to get to go on your giant zombie raiding uh, excursion. And PS4 exclusive, finally, after 11 years, The Last Guardian. Uh, and is that theme you have? You have The Last Oh, no. It's not out until December 6th. Uh, that's Monday, right? Tuesday. Tuesday. <laughs> ah, <that> freak. <laughs> Uh, yeah, so that's they're the two big games that come out this week. They're going to be huge releases. Um, really? Oh yeah. Are you kidding me? They're both AAA titles. Absolutely. Uh, just I, I, I just didn't think that the, the second one was going to be a big seller. I thought that was the one that kept getting delayed. No, it did for eleven years. You don't think that's going to hurt it? No. No, it's gotten the hype train rolling. Well, we'll, we'll see about that hype train. The only thing that's going to stop it is how bad the game's going to suck. That's what I'm saying. We're going to see how it is. On oh, it's going to stink. Week. It's going to be disappointing. You're probably looking at a six, seven hour game max that you've been waiting over ten years for. If I don't get an hour a year, I'll be pissed. If I don't get an, <laughs> an hour, hour a year, I don't. If I don't <laughs> get one respect. hour of gameplay for <laughs> one year that I've waited, if this is not at least a fifteen hour game, I'm going to be very upset. But how how can it be? Um, so we're going to see next week, uh, you know, there's going to be plenty of reviews out. There. There's going to be plenty of uh, opinions about it. So I'm sure we'll have something to say about it. I'm excited for it just because I can't wait to finally, like, be able to hold the game after 11 years. But I'll tell you, I'm going to wait till this one's like 30 bucks. I was going to say, are you getting it as soon as it comes out? Like, good nah, for you. I'm going to wait till it's 30 bucks. I, I've waited 11 years. I can wait 11 more months. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, Christ, you have plenty of games to play. So it's not like you don't have nothing to play. Yeah. Yeah. So the last thing that's going to transition us into movies, and then we'll get Sam back on the horse here because I don't know anything about superhero stuff. I get a little bit. Yeah, Detective Pikachu will be directed by Goosebumps director Rob Letterman. What? Okay. What the heck is the, 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 the Detective Pikachu? I'm leaving about. that in. I'm leaving that's that fine. in. Leave anything in. Detective Pikachu. If you had to guess what it's about, what would you guess? Pikachu's a detective. Done. There's already a game about it. They released in Japan only. It sounds stupid as shit to it's gonna me. Be, to be it's going to be more children's. F- that's what it's going to be. He's, I'm sure he's going to. It's going to be a Pikachu and the little. It's going to have the little magnifying glass and the, the funny little beret that's all, all right, checkered. He's up not Sherlock Holmes. That's so he's going to try to be. Know, but it's and he's probably going to meet a little kid who stupid. wants to discover this, that, or the other, and he's going to help him discover. Let it his and, ash catch him. But it's a live <laughs> action. It's not animated. That's the cool part. Oh, well, I have, let me see how it looks first before I guess. I don't want to, as you know, they do in, in that kind of nerd over there. I don't want to give it a hard pass. You know, oh, they already I, gave it a hard no, pass. No, 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 they did. I just, I don't want to give it my uh, say. You know what I mean? I want to at least see it first because gotcha. I don't want to make the mistake of gotcha. saying Rob it. Rob Letterman has directed Shark Tale, Monsters vs. Aliens, and most recently Goosebumps. While he did, um, I'm sorry, Wilhelm the the Pokemon movie for Legendary Pictures will will be released. Did you see it. the Goosebumps movie? No, it's on Netflix. Yeah, I still haven't seen it. I don't really have an interest. I, I just, out of respect to reading the books as a kid, I kind of want to, but we'll see. Yeah. Uh, Detective Pikachu, the I'm sorry, Detective Pikachu video game, Detective Pikachu Birth of a New Team was released in Japan in February, but has not come here to the West yet. I'm sure they're going to do a movie game tie-in. We'll see the game right around the time we see the movie. Not worried about it. What? So ever. Something that we are also on the verge of getting is Aquaman. They've given us the release date. Last night, as we were kind of, you know, well, at least me checking pocket and notes or whatever, it's coming out October 5th, 2018. I know they always said it was coming out 18. We now have the definitive date, thank God. And rumored villain 
is possibly Black Manta, which I think is, is a great first choice for Aquaman. I don't know who that is. It's the guy with a black is helmet. It a, is it a ray? A Manta ray? Like the Manta it's, ray? He's kind of like similar. Like he's in the whole black suit, has this big kind of like black mask sure. for uh, breathing underwater. But. No, yeah, it sounds awesome. So they released – I'm just kidding. Do you have anything else you want to say about it? No, that's it, bro. That's it. <laughs> Throw the mic at your face next time. But continue. We're having a they're having a couple of uh, scuffles this episode. That's all right. They uh, might move from Power Rangers movie release a screenshot of Alpha. Did you see? No, it? I I did not see that one yet. All right, I gotta Google this for you though because they took what we loved about him as children. No, no, wait, wait. Friggin' ruined Okay, it. I thought I saw it, but I I thought it was you a probably joke. Probably did. I, I might have seen it, but if it's the image you're showing, I thought it was a joke. Well, describe to me the image. I. I, I I, what was that? The Pokemon. Nice job. Now, what was the Pokemon that you have to collect the the, the freaking like? You sucked into the cube. Zygarde. He to me he looked like that. Like his head. He looked like a, a sketchy like I don't know. It, it's it's tough to explain. What? I don't know. Let, let me see this picture. Let me see if it's the one I actually saw. I, it, it just looked it looked kind of shitty. I mean it it does it does look crappy. But hold on. Uh, and and they officially said that this is this is Alpha. Mm-hmm. Yep, you get your first look at Alpha Five. Ay 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 from Power Rangers. So this is what we're used to him looking like. Yeah, of course, That's, right? And he on. looks amazing. It's it's well, amazing. A, I don't know. A I strong loved word. it. I love <laughs> no, it. No, but no, he looked cool. Come he was on. my favorite character in the original. But yeah. let's just go ahead and pull up the screenshot of the new Alpha Five. I mean, you're probably gonna have to do some talking here because I'm digging. And, and see, that's why I was. I would assume uh, that if it was no. official, it should have been the first damn link that popped up. It keeps showing it from the back. Oh, that just doesn't even make sense. I mean, I know that I saw the the picture of. I'm not googling well of you know? Rita. Yeah, I saw her kind of her full. I mean, that's a whole different look. That's a whole. That's that's old news. No, yeah, but I kind of just saw like another. I guess picture posted like you know about her. It's different, but I'm I'm actually interested to see, you know, what Elizabeth Banks can can do. You know, I know she's. Yeah, interesting actress to say the least. Yeah, kind of like Brian Cranston is Zordon. I'm hyped as hell to see that. Oh, easily, dude. Dude, I will find this. Say my name. I will find this. You give me just a second here. I mean, dude, it's not a big deal of you know you of Alpha. You shut your goddamn pie hole. But I I hope that somehow there's a small still cameo by the other Rangers, like the original. Cause here we go. Found everyone it. besides the original Yellow. What the hell is that? Looks like a hammerhead shark. Why would you put two car lights on him for his eyes? Why don't we just? Why can't we keep the laser going across his head? But no, you have two giant rocks. You, a crop top. <laughs> <laughs> I don't. I, I don't know. I'm not. I'm not a. T- Here, this is the full alpha. This is the worst. Are you ready? This is worse than the screenshot just let ahead. Me see, let me see. Oh my god, that's what they came up with. That's the worst looking thing. <sighs> this is like taking me out of it a little bit. There's the back shot I kept telling you I kept finding. Damn, that kind of. Why would that's, that be your that's choice? The new, that's the new. Yeah, that, that's the picture I was talking about. That's what. That's what I saw, and I was like, yeah, "She looks interesting." <sighs> yeah, but but uh, looks uh, crap. No, he he does. He definitely he definitely looks. It kind of reminded me of like um, what's the Tom Cruise thing with the aliens come War of the Worlds, the worlds. when the thing we comes down. Yeah, yeah. And power went out. Yeah, yeah, we saw that when they're when they're in the basement or whatever. Yep, they only they first come down. Yeah. Um, the mummy got a teaser, and everybody th- we hear that they think mummy Brendan Fraser. No, no, no. We mean the mummy from back in the day. They're re-releasing and rebooting all those old horror franchises, Dracula, Frankenstein, and the mummy. But why the hell would this one have Tom Cruise? I, and that's what I'm saying. Like, how much money did they throw at him to star in this movie? Um, the only person I know besides Tom Cruise in it is Russell Crowe. 
other than that, I don't know anyone else in the movie. I know in the one little teaser video, this kind of, I guess, chick mommy or whatever has two eyes, and then they kind of just form to four. It kind of looked pretty cre- creepy to me, but I'll probably wind up saying it. No. I don't know. I do. Tom Cruise is a good actor no matter what. I, I see everything he does. Okay. You know? He's the Nicolas Cage 2.0 to me. I don't – I try – I I try not to see his movies. You don't like the Mission Impossibles? No. Oh, dude. They're, they're awesome. All. Like 0% of me likes this. I'm not an action junkie. Right, hey, I like fine. comedies and, and dramas and stuff like that. That's fine. I like bad boys. Love the bad boys. Right, that's movies. good. We'll see a third one. Heroes Masi Oka appears in Netflix live action Death Note movie. You know what the craziest part about this is? Did you watch the anime? Hold on. Do you know the craziest part about this? No. I didn't know there was a Death Note live action movie coming. Oh, that's, that's awesome. That's why I tell you these things. Well, Death Note's fantastic. So. Did, you, did you see the anime? No, I just said it was fantastic. We never saw I'm it. Just, just making sure. No, I never saw it. But What's it about? Is it about somebody <clears throat> that writes a note? Well,. It's well. First off, let's set it up. The movie, live action movie, comes out on Netflix in 2017. Um, it's about, I think they're called like, uh, it's not the Shinsengumi. I, I can't think of the word that Ryuk is actually called, but he's like this this demon that has two death notes. And if all you have to do is write someone's name and know their face in this book, maybe time of death, whatever, and they will die. Mm-hmm. And he gets bored of life, I guess, because he can live forever, and purposely loses one and. Light Yagami, well, in the movie, Light Turner, but in the anime, it's like Light Yagami finds it, and he's a, a genius and basically starts killing people. And I guess, like, the government gets this other guy, L, who's this creepy, cool dude to basically try to, fa- to find out how all these people are dying, what's going on. Um, they have William Dafoe actually voicing Ryuk, which I think is actually pretty sweet. Um, I'm, I'm interested to see this live action, you know, because I think it did come out, and I, I think they did it before it came out in, in Japan or something, but obviously it wasn't in English, but this one is going to be in English, so I'm really looking forward to it, because the anime was awesome. I love the anime. I'm hype as hell for this. This and, is something that I finally can say, a live action of an anime is going to be good. We have Detective Pikachu, we have Attack on Titan, and we have Death Note, at least we have the Dragon Ball Evolution, but we can finally say I'm looking forward to an anime coming to live action, and this is going to be the one that I see. And yeah, I'm and, it's, and it's Netflix. It's they're they're putting out great content, and they I'm, really I'm, I'm going to check it out. They're I can't killing, miss it. They are killing the game right now. I also got Batman: Return to Arkham. Hey, just, shit. I, I didn't, even, I didn't even get that. I just got it the other day because I got Arkham Knight for eight bucks. So the premium edition. Jesus. Yeah, with all the DLC. Uh, so it, why the hell wouldn't I, I do was that? Say, it ain't going to get cheaper than that, dude. Nah, I'm just hype up on Overwatch right now. I can't wait to play it. Oh, I believe that. Yep. So, uh, anyways, uh, Amy Schumer is now in preliminary talks for some reason to produce and star in the Barbie movie. Which? Why would she, no. of all people? Uh, uh, when, when Barbie's been like, okay, I'm not body shaming anyone, but they say Barbie's like the super thin extra. Maybe well, she's going to drop a few. A few? Oh my I mean, okay, I'm, I'm, oh not, I'm not the biggest Amy Schumer fan. Me neither. I can't stand her, and I think she's not attractive, I mean, could, and I think she's not funny, that, and I think she steals jokes, and I think well, Trainwreck sucked. I can't well, stand I'll, Amy I'll, Schumer. I'll never see Trainwreck. It's, just, it, it's just not my... Loves she, well, Loves it's, her. It's just a woman thing. I guess they got to stick up for a woman. You know, another woman, they got to stick... You know, it's just that girl thing. They got to stick up for their I girl. I might have to edit that out. No, keep that in there. Shout out to Ash. Uh, but this... If that's true, I think it's a crap decision, crap movie. I know they said 2018. I don't think we need this in our lives, but we'll see. I think it's just a poor it's a poor choice. I get it though. She she it's an iconic role, it's an iconic but character, it's an iconic When you toy. think of Barbie, Amy Schumer's the person that jumps at your mind. You're a jackass if you think so. I th- when I think of Barbie, I think of Shaven Fun Ken. And how much fun <laughs> That's the last thing on earth I'm thinking. And, and how much fun I had with Shaven Fun Ken growing up. 
Can't say you just you can. Absolutely, 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 man. You have to shave him down. Shave him down again. I don't know. Harry Potter and, and get in there real deep lot. Harry Potter and the Cursed Child and talks to open on Broadway in 2018. This is basically a Broadway show about their kids, Harry, Ron, and Hermione. That's it. Just suck every cent out of Harry Potter. This is Sam being negative today. I love it. This is a new Sam. <laughs> I just come on. I mean, just shoving Harry Potter down our throats. We already got a five movie. There's a Broadway play. Eight, eight movies. I mean, gee, no, I'm, I'm talking about the after the Fantastic Beasts. Like, there's five oh, more coming. It's just like, holy shit. Like, give us a break. Yeah, for real. And then, but but that's the one medium he hasn't started in yet. And this is going to be gangbusters. It's going to sell out for years and years and years. Well, they even said that like for the stadiums or whatever, where the the, the venue that normally holds 1,900 people, but for this one, I guess it's going to be such a big show that they had to take up more space that it's only going to be able to hold 1,500. Which, yeah. I'm, like you said, it's going to sell it out. And all it will stuff. sell out for years and years oh, and years. Sure. Tickets will be $400. It's just going to be what it is. Broadway shows are really good. They're really fun. But just like you just see like this, the Broadway Spider Man was. Right before everyone died. <laughs> <laughs> and the set broke and all that stuff. Exactly. But Book, Book of Mormon, American Idiot, they're still going strong. This is this is going to be gangbusters for a long time. I mean, hey, good good for them. You yeah. know, why not take advantage? Yeah, since Sam's in a sexist body shaming mood today, the female-led 21 Jump Street. <laughs> <laughs> it's like a perfect slam dunk. <laughs> now, oh, now lands a writer-director combo uh, in Rodney Rothman, who uh, okay. I believe um, – I believe he wrote 22 Jump Street. Okay, double R. Do we need a female? Is that Rodney Rothman? Yeah, double R. Oh, my God, you're actually going to be sexist right now. No, I no, was joking. No, no, I'm just, do we need it? Like, We need a female everything. We're going to have women in black. I'm making that up. But I if know. we do, I want money. You heard it here first. Royalties. No, no, women okay. in black. You I got, get, you you got know Ghostbusters. You got shit on, and it did not do well. I still have, I do, I... It's right there. I she bought it on Black Friday. I don't think Friday. I could say it. Like, I, it's still in the I don't wrapping. like how you, like, I know they cameoed, like, Bill Murray, and they're not, how are they not their characters? Yep. Like, I, I fuck, stupid, dumb as shit. Like, he, I was even talking about people at work about it this this week, and he said it was the worst movie I, I've seen. He said that was one of his worst movies he ever seen. Yeah. And he loved The Happening, by the way. Shout out to Joe. But, uh, I don't even think we need another 21 or 23 Jump Street. Like, I, I, I think we, we got what we wanted out of them movies. Yeah, 22 kind of sucked. I mean, I, I still I love 21. Especially when he found out that he he was, he was banged his daughter. I I thought that was freaking hilarious. Yeah. But, and, and you know, the, there's a rumor going around that if they do another Jump Street 23, it possibly could be a Men in Black Jump Street crossover. crossover. That's stupid. Ridiculous. Yeah, it's like the killing joke. Just doesn't need to happen. <laughs> Buzzing. But yeah, it's it's whatever. I mean, whatever. What the hell? We're gonna have Barbie with Amy Schumer. Why the hell not? Cars three trailer came out. Why the hell was it so dark? I don't know, man. Light, Lightning McQueen. Uh, he was spinning in the air. That is. <laughs> I mean, Lightning McQueen was spinning in the air. That is. But literally, that's the teacher you saw. He's literally spinning. So he got hit. Got smoked. I mm-hmm. mean, do we, did we even need a Cars three? To, you well, know. do we need a Toy Story 4 or an Incredibles 2? Well, we, but, yeah, no, yes, we need an Incredibles 2, yes. Toy Story 4, I don't You're capitalizing think we did. A, a decade after the original one came out. But that's a decade. Okay, if, if we're going to do another, if they do another live action Beetlejuice, Michael Keaton did that. A decade, he did that in the 90s. That's, I, it might have even been the 80s. It might have been 89, but it is a long time ago. But that's what I'm saying, but 
guess what? If they do Beetlejuice 2, I guarantee we're all going to see it. Not me. I'll wait. Oh, I'll see it, but tongue. when it comes out on Blu-ray slash home entertainment. Uh, oh, oh there's the eye thing I just saw. Say, dude, that was creepy looking, dude. That was the mummy thing. Yeah, I just so happened to... Uh, Go through to try and find out, you know, the upcoming releases for the movies coming out. And the first thing that I see, of course, was the eyes. Is the eyes. And uh, Cars 3 comes out June 16th, 2017, by the way. December 4th comes Girlfriends of Christmas Past. But fast forwarding to Friday, December 9th, Nocturnal Animals, Office Christmas Party, which is no, that, that getting, some, getting some advertisement. The one thing with the girl who played Hillary Clinton on Saturday Night Live is in it. She's doing all these fart jokes. It's yeah, like, no, I'm, I'm over that. Um, I know Rob Cordry's in it. And he's been doing like making the rounds and all the podcasts and stuff like that. Dude, he's funny. Like I might just say for him and TJ Miller alone. I like TJ Miller. Abattoir. And Jennifer Aniston, Jason Bateman. Like, there's good sure. good actors in here. Backfire, Frank and Lola, The Bounce Back, and Spectral. Wow. I have one more movie in there that you didn't list. Um, I assume it's going to be in subtitles because it is yeah, all. Yeah, it's, it's not listed it's on It's called Swordmaster. Oh, wow. That sounds it's really not, sweet. It's not rated. It's an hour and 45 minutes, but it's basically a, a master swordsman has to basically, I don't know if it's come out of retirement or kind of pick back up his weapon and basically defend everyone. And just what I saw, it, look, it looked pretty vicious. It's like a if you ever seen like the Jet Li's um, or like the Jackie Chan kind of like like a. What are they like the, the anthology they do? Like if you ever see Jet Jet Li's um Fearless, something like that, like crazy like that. I, that's what I, I assume that this is going to be like. I might have to check this out. Speaking of Brendan Fraser, because we were talking about him earlier. Yeah, birthday's today. Oh, happy birthday, Janet Dewan Taylor, Brendan Fraser, Amanda Seyfried, Julianne Moore. Who, ironically enough, they have a lesbian love scene in a movie where they're naked together, yeah, is- and they were born on the same day. And of course, you would except know that. except <laughs> twenty five years apart. It's only a Julianne number, Moore's Greg. 56, Amanda Seyfried 31, and a chum something or other. Dana, Daryl Hannah. I was just watching Grumpy Old Men last week. Who else? Michael something, Maddie something, Holly something, Keegan something, Joseph Gratt. And what movie was this? I don't know. That's all these people's birthdays today. Oh, look at that. I'm just going you. through all these born today section. That's all. That guy looks like How uh, I see you? Ethan Sandler. He just looks like John Oliver. He really does. <laughs> <laughs> But that is all we have on the 19th, first, last, and only 19th episode of We Podcast and We Know Things. We'll be back next week. You know it comes out next week in theaters. I think I do. Star Wars Rogue One. So we'll have plenty to talk about of PSX, Star Wars Rogue One. I'm sure we'll have a little bit more Pokemon talk, but a lot more video game stuff. Music, movies, TV, and video games. Find all of your one-stop shop right here on We Podcast and We Know Things. Go to WePodcastAndWeKnowThings.com to subscribe to our Loot Crate, to go to our Twitter feed at WePodAndWeKnow, our Instagram at WePodcastAndWeKnowThings, our Facebook page, uh, our Stitcher account, and our iTunes account all right there just for your convenience at WePodcastAndWeKnowThings.com. My name is Greg Hall. That is Sam Mator across the table from me. We will see you next week for Episode 19. That's all, folks. Badeep, badeep, badeep.